that when we get into it. Um, all right. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, Quarantine Volume 3, right? Yes. Volume 4, Volume 3. Volume 4. Volume 4, technically, yeah. Anyways, hello, everyone. Here we are. It's we been... um are here. It's been a week. It's been a month, I feel. It's been just, like, a time. It's been a time. It's been a time, because I don't even know at which point... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know anything anymore these days. I feel so weird. I know. I know. And it's uh, also like that time of the month. So I feel like I'm I'm uh, tracking quarantines in menstrual cycles. Like this is menstrual cycle three of the quarantine. I haven't yeah. been outside. I've bled three times since outside was allowed. Damn. Crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that should be about average for everyone, I feel, because it's been, I mean, yeah, a full three months. So yeah. all of, if no one's paying attention to how many times we've bled this pointing, it's been three <laughs> on average, ladies. <laughs> Unless you're with child, which there's hella pregnancies going on right now. Dude, which, Godspeed for all of you because I'd be, I'd be freaking the fuck out if I was pregnant while there was a fucking virus going on. I know, I know, I can't imagine. I'm just glad those that I know that have had have been pregnant have had their children nice and safely yeah for sure I um I'm really interested to know what the birthing situation is like during this time and I have a friend who has a sister who's due like in two weeks so I'm like give me all the details because I want to know how all that works yeah yeah imagine yeah dude Marissa, we got so lucky because Marissa and Ian had an entire team. Like, there was an entire team at the hospital for them. I can't imagine yeah. if we weren't able to all be there, even though they really didn't need us there. Because I was gonna say, I feel like they would be the one. Yeah, I feel like they'd be like the one couple that like doesn't need anyone there. Like, they would have been fine. Like, moral support wise, like they would have right. been fine on their own. Right, definitely. But. I mean, I can just imagine people that like, or like ladies that don't necessarily have the dad around, like, you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. you yeah. think you'd probably need extra support <laughs> and you can't have that right now, which sucks. But anyways, getting away from babies. Um, what's up, dude? Let's, let's catch up a bit. Yeah. What's up? Uh... This is a real catch up, you guys. I haven't spoken to her in like a week, like legit. And we're not fighting. It's just, I don't know. It's a sign of the times, I guess. Yeah. Um... Nothing really. I'm just like here. Existing. Are you work? Are you going into work? Like, what's going on? Um. Okay. So, well, for those that are listening, I got sick and I thought I got the virus. I got, I got <laughs> she corona. was. You guys. Okay. Like she was freaking out. I was. And I was like, "Bruh, come on." You don't know, dude. It could have no. been a freak. Just like the Zika, it could have been a freak. Yeah. Of- but the thing, no, it wasn't so much like that you would have, like, I understand the contraction of it. I just personally think that everyone that you're close to, that you're around on a day-to-day basis, no one else had symptoms. I feel like the chances of that are, like, very slim. No, I get that, but I don't and know. And that's what, to me, like, that's why I was like, I don't think so, bro, because between your mom, Jake, and Cheese, I feel like someone would have been sick as well. I guess. My, my thought process was, oh, I'm patient zero. No, idiot. <laughs> like, I'm patient zero around my people. Great. 
but um but yeah but you took a test yes I did a drive-through test Um, walk us through that how does that work so damn they don't play um so I drove the testing site out here it's at COC um and COC has this really nice uh parking garage that's in ground so like you go down instead of up Mm. um so you like pull up and it's like right when you pull into to coc and they double check why you're there and then they say okay like follow the cones so you follow the cones and like immediately the sign says do not roll your window down unless instructed to damn yeah so you pull up to the first station and you have to hold up your phone and your ID to the window. Like, you press it against the window so they can see. And then they, they walkie-talkie your appointment ID. And then once they verify, they um, they tell you to go to the next station. And then you go to the next station. You still don't roll down your window. They give you the testing kit. They rubber band it to your mirror. Jesus. They're like, we ain't touching. Yeah, yeah. And they're all on the P- What is it? PPE? Yeah. yeah they're all in ppe wait are they in like hazmat suits like when you say ppe like i for everyone that everyone was like different no so i think like the people running certain stations they're obviously volunteer so i think it's like mm. whatever you have um because some risky. some people have like the have like depending on the station you're at um right you have right because the, the risk is higher and lower. right yeah, right sense. so um so yeah so like i got my testing kit so then they like wave me on to station three and at station three, they tell you to, to roll down your window and mind you, they're like really far away from your car. So like they right. motion you to w- roll down your window and they tell you, like they point to the signs. It's like drive through car washes. You know how they point? <laughs> they point yeah, to the they're signs. like this way. It's yeah. like, no, I think exactly. a better example would be like in and out drive through people. <laughs> like this way this way i don't know the border ranch in and out they have like a whole setup now where they're like setting you up like across the parking lot so you don't block it's crazy anyway Um, it is really crazy but yeah so so like you you take your testing kit and then like they tell you to take a picture of your barcode and then um once you do that then they motion you on to the station four and station four there's two lanes and you go down whichever lane is a like you're next in the queue and there's a nurse at each at each parking spot so I think there's like five park designated spots in each lane and so you park and then you roll down your window and the nurse kind of like not gives you the instructions because the instructions are a testing kit but like like a summary of the instructions so like okay like Like she talks it she talks it out to you no like more so like okay like read your instructions in your testing kit and then once you're done like close it and then when you're done with that you're gonna go and dispose of it in the trash can on your way out okay so so it's instant you get your results instantly oh no no no, no, you don't because that's right so um so yeah so then you roll up your window and you take your test and mind you (laughs) so when I took the picture I was kind of like like I felt rushed so I didn't check the photo and so I, when I pulled, like, when I left, I checked my photo, and my photo was all blurry. I was like, well, oh, God. like, if they lose <laughs> my sample, then I'm not going to They're never going to know who it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. 
But anyways, so yeah, so um, you basically just swab like your cheek, your both cheeks, and then the back of your throat. Um, Did you gag? No, because um, you know I have really, <laughs> ah, I have no, really big. No, because you know, I'm no, I I have really big tonsils, so I'm prone to sore throats. So like whenever, remember, remember, I didn't I know that. Strep? Remember all the times that I've had strep in my life? Yeah, I didn't know that's because you had large tonsils. Yeah, like, so, like, they're very sensitive, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I'm surprised I've never had them removed then. Because it's, the, the procedure these days are, like, it's more hassle. Yeah, I'm, I'm and yeah, you have to get it, like, literally you have to get it, like, five times in, in the a year, year or something yeah. crazy. Like, yeah, they I really, remember looking this up. They really try and talk you out of it. Because that's what I was like. I was like, take these out. I'm tired of this shit. I wonder why, though. Like, what do you need your tonsils for? I think it's just the recovery is so gruesome and you're more prone to infection while you're recovering. So they don't, they'd rather not. Bruh, imagine if you had just gotten your tonsils removed right as this shit was hitting the fan. Oh, you wouldn't be able to leave your house. Like, legit, I'd be like, uh, wrap me up in, like, mummy tape. Yeah. I I don't need any air hitting my mouth. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, so yeah, so like, I'm so used to like, you know, like them getting back there to, to get samples. Yeah. Like, um, it was fine. And I made sure like, I I was like 10 seconds. I'm going to get in there. Yeah. So yeah. And then once you're done, you like zip it up and stuff. And then you, um, pretty much motion to the nurse that you're done and they motion you out and then, um, you drive right next to a trash bin and you just drop it in the trash bin and then you pull away. And then how many days uh, was it between testing and getting your results? Uh, what day did I get them? I sent it to you when I got it. Friday or Saturday? Saturday? I think it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday. So, um, uh, so seven days? Her results said she was not the father. Yes, I was not the father. Nice, which means she was negative for coronavirus. <laughs> if you guys didn't pick up that, <laughs> what that meant. <laughs> but yeah, dude. So. so seven full days of testing. So okay, so just so we're clear here. So let's say like you think you're sick. You're already. So by the time through. you get your test results, you're either halfway through or you're pretty much done. I'm not sure what your incubation period is, like how contagious you are, but. You're halfway. I mean, it's just like any other illness, I suppose. Like, you're probably the most contagious when you even know that you're infected. Right. And it's probably just because you're out here, like, doing the damn thing, even though you don't know you're sick. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, how do you feel? You're relieved. So, it was just a sore throat and that was it? Yeah. Um, sore throat and um, it was weird. So, apparently, so what I think now. Apparently. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> I think that it's I'm getting allergies now because I'm old. Yeah, I mean, I believe it, bro. I my allergies started really kicking in. I think when I was like 26. Yeah, dude. And but in in your defense, in our defense, I feel like it has been raining more in the last like five years than it usually has. So I feel like there's like hella pollen in the air and like just a bunch of shit yeah and like the weather keeps switching up like it goes hot then Mm -hmm. and all the wind it's the wind it's really the wind because i feel like the wind is what's like picking everything up and it's just the air and i'm like achoo 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 this is terrible i don't have coronavirus i just have allergies yep exactly 
So, uh, so yeah, so it was weird though, because I definitely had like a cough and a, a pretty, it wasn't mild, but it wasn't really harsh sore throat. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever is in between that. And it was a good two days where I felt like sick, sick. And then after that, I was fine. So, no fever. No fever. Um, and it, which is weird because I'm actually a really hot person in general. Like, I'm always hot. Like, Do you usually get fevers, though, when you're sick? No. I don't. Me either. So, which is funny, though, because you would think, like, I do have a fever because I get so hot. Like my body. Yeah, but you get you get a fever because your like your body's internally trying to like heat itself up to burn off. Right, right, right. right. So maybe we just don't get them because because we stay hot. So our body's just like there's no (laughs) there's no point. Yeah, body's (laughs) just like nah, sis. Like we stay hot, so no illnesses are gonna prevail over here because we be sweaty girls. (laughs) Have I told you? Did I tell you what Cheese calls me? What his nickname is for me? No, what? Oh my god! <laughs> it all stemmed from from him from us sleeping in the same bed the first time, and he's like, "Yo, are you okay? Were you sweating in bed?" <laughs> no, I wasn't sweating. I was just super fucking hot. <laughs> oh shit! He was like, "Are you dying?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said, "Yo, are you good?" <laughs> he was like. He's like, and then like a week later, the follow up was like, I figured it out. Like, I'm gonna call you hot cakes. Hmm. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's cute. So he's, he calls me hot cakes now. Is he um cold blooded? Like, is he not cold blooded, but you know what I mean? Like, colder. Cold? Um, yeah. Or does he like air to the side of being warm also in bed at least? No. I don't know. I don't pay attention. Like, are your body temperatures compatible in bed? Because I feel like I always pay attention to that because I'm also very hot. Right. So if oh, someone no, is also stay, hot, stay away from each other because we get we get too hot. Okay. We're, we're at opposite ends of the bed. So. So technically not com- like not no. body temperature compatible in no, the bed. Not at all. But mm, I've only I have only been like that with I think one person. Everybody else is pretty much. Like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm going to get too hot type of thing. Hmm. I've never been compatible because I'm always fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, but if someone, like, is, if their body cold? doesn't get yeah, over, Not necessarily, because they don't get cold. They just, like, don't get warmer. Right. Like, they just kind of stay neutral. Right. Um. Or, oh, the best thing is someone that has cold feet. Yep. Because you can, like, oh, man, that's the best. Like a... <sighs> yeah, it's like, I'm like, ooh, put your feet on me. This is nice. Ah oh, man, oh to be oh to be in bed with a man. <laughs> uh. Like that's where I'm at these days. Oh um, well, that's good. Okay, so back to work. Are you going into the office? Uh, so I wasn't in the office for two weeks because I was waiting yeah. for that. They said stay out. Yeah, legit. They. But you were working from home. Yeah, still working from home, and I just went back to work in the office today, and I don't know my like. They're not, like, it's not mandatory right now, but I def, like, my goal is one to two times because I do actually have stuff to do in the office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have to try and get in there as, like, much as I can without and how's being the, there. How's the traffic? I feel like traffic's been picking up um, more people are See, so, 
let's see the traffic I wouldn't know like what it's like to go in at my normal time because oh that's right you're not going in normal hours yeah I like like today I left my house at 11 and it took 36 minutes Mm. yeah so it was nice um and like I still it's not that I don't work like I worked in the morning and then like I'll um because I don't technically take a lunch so like I'll right so you'll drive in on your lunch yeah exactly so yeah that's been that what about you tell me about your work your work from home uh did you not get a my my app thing closed you didn't get a thing like a a weird beep oh that was weird here we go again um what was your question I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) explain your work oh yeah okay so I got the notice from HR on What's today? Today's Thursday. So we had them. We got the memo Tuesday morning, and then we had our HR like town hall meeting Wednesday with like everyone hands on deck via Teams because we, we're Microsoft people at my work. Um, yeah. So we have three phases. Phase one begins um, June first through August thirty first, and it is very highly recommended stay at home, uh, work from home orders where no more than 20 to 25 people are going to be in the office at a time. There is absolutely no travel for work. Internationally, domestically, doesn't matter. No work travel and no visitors into the office whatsoever. So from what I've been told, um, people that are like essential to be in the office. So we have like R&D, like science people that literally can't do their jobs if they're not in the science room. Um, So they'll be in the office. And then like our receptionist is in the office. And then we have a call center. Um, There's like 15 people that work in our call center. And they'll be rotating in and out from the call center at work. And that's from June to August 31st. So the majority of us will be home. And then uh, September 1st through December 31st is phase two. And that is pretty much the same thing. Um, more people might be coming in and out of the office. Like there'll be some people that like I think have the option if they want to work in the office like, a couple of days a week, they can, but it's still like super strict. Like you have to get it cleared with HR. You have to do like self-home testing, like all these crazy things. And then we'll be gently phasing back into the office, like going back to normal Q1 of 2021, which is basically January 1st through March 31st. Um slowly but surely like easing back into the office so um I don't really know what that means I mean they're all obviously playing it by ear until we figure out you know whether there's a vaccine or god knows what's going to happen with this damn virus so we'll see but I'm basically in a nutshell I'll be home for the rest of the year working from home so which is kind of low it's nice it really is like I am having a grand old time being home because my dog um and I also, I personally feel a lot more productive and I've, I've talked to like multiple people, not just in my office, but just uh, outside. So if you guys like, you guys are, you know, feeling more productive, like let us know. But from what I've heard, a lot of people feel more productive being home than they usually are in the office. But a downside to that, that I'm experiencing and from what a lot of other people that I've spoken to are experiencing is that we're working a lot more. So like, I feel like on average, I'm probably working like nine, nine and a half hours on average a week, a day, which is kind of nuts. Yeah. Like I'm still taking a lunch. Like I, I'm adamant about like, nah, I'm taking my one hour lunch break. I'm salary, but like, I'm still like, nah, I'm taking my lunch break, be back. 
don't fucking bother me turning off my computer not answering emails for an hour um but like I'm pretty much online from like 8 30 to like 6 every day which before I'd get into work at like 8 50 because I technically my hours are 9 to 6 um but like when was it Tuesday for example I was online at like I was online at like 745 just because I woke up early and I was like I knew I was gonna have a bunch of emails to look over from Friday because we started we're having summer Fridays again in the office which is nice so like we're able to technically quote-unquote log off two hours before our normal time so I'll be hopefully off every day by four on Fridays um Mm -hmm. which is nice but like I knew I was gonna have hell emails so like I logged on early on Tuesday and I still it's not like I was like oh I'll work from 7 30 to 4 30 I was still on till six o'clock on Tuesday so I worked almost 12 hours Tuesday um so I mean it's give and take like it's nice to be home because it's like yeah I can work in my pajamas and my headscarf and like I'll be chilling but at the same time I'm also like fuck dude like I'm really working like a lot more than I would be in the office right and we have no separation well I'm still I mean remember on our first episode I was like really adamant about trying to make sure that I separated kept work and like personal separate and like I have a full setup still like I went into the office because I go into the office once every month and a half because I I record videos for my job so I have to go into our studio to record but the last time I was in there I was like you know like I need to like kind of get my full setup going because my mom is fully working from home now as well so she was letting me borrow her second monitor that she had at work um, because she was going into the office like two times a week but since mm-hmm. the stay-at-home order extended, she was like, I need my monitor. Like, you got to figure shit out. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go into the office. And I got my full setup, which is like a docking station, my two monitors, and then I have my laptop with me, plus my keyboard and my mouse, and like literally everything that I had at my desk. Um, so now I have a full-blown setup. I'm like in our, fa- in our formal family room with a, a table. Like, I got the whole thing. Like, it's literally as if I'm at my desk and I do not bring any work yeah. into my room at all ever because I feel like I don't want to taint it with bad juju of professional life where 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 does your mom work she's in the laundry room because I had to get out of that damn room because it was too hot in there and like she uh-huh. has the luxury of being able to like I'm on meetings all the time like I literally like people thought I was exaggerating my parents are now like yo like you literally live on video conferencing like it's crazy so yeah I needed like a quiet space but I also couldn't keep closing that door because the hotter it was getting them I was like dying in there it gets like there's no insulation in that room so my mom is like done working by two or three every day because she wakes up early so she's like online by seven so she by like two or three in the afternoon she's done and she like logs off and I'll go into the living room for an hour or two and then get back on the computer where I'm like I don't, I don't really have the luxury to do that. So I have to be on my computer basically the entire day. So I needed right. like air. <laughs> and then I also <laughs> didn't want to be in like the actual living room because because I'm on video conferencing all the time, I didn't want to like inconvenience people to be like, oh, be quiet. Right. Like, I'm on a call or like, I can't do this right now. So I set up shop in our formal living room, which no one's ever in. And it's nice and spacious and airy. And I'm by the... Um, the patio wall or the patio door so I get like a nice little view of the backyard so it's my corner office of the view I call it because I make the big bucks in the house (laughs) wait what about your dad so my dad is still and has been um still working so my dad is a like a 
a territory manager for his company. So he doesn't have an office. Like he works from home full time, but he has to visit customers because he oversees a certain territory. So like the living room and his and his truck are his office. So he's still visiting yeah. customers. Um, so he's still like out in the field, not nearly as often, obviously, as he was. But like he'll be out like maybe once or twice a week and then still home in the living room, like answering emails and on conference calls and stuff. But um, yeah, so we, we've all we've made it work. Like I'm really surprised at how. Yeah, dude, because I feel like over here. Yeah, how is like, how's like... your dealing with your family? <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Like, so my mom basically took over the living room and because, you know, she's a boss lady, like that lady's always having to manage people. And so like, I, you know, I'm on calls as well. So I couldn't go, I can't go downstairs Mm. because we can hear each other. So I had to stay in my room, but I'm like, I'm over it. Like I'm over working in my room. And I, I like... I so she actually went back to work. Oh, that's thank nice. God. Oh, she's like, yes. thank God. <laughs> <laughs> only, only, only thank God because this means that I can take over downstairs and have like a full table and everything. Yeah. Uh, so like it's been super helpful to have like just space and and a different like, view. Like it's it's annoying to see the same shit every day. Yeah, exactly. So um, so yeah, so I did that and it's been nice <laughs> yeah but you do work outside from time to time to get some sun which is nice. oh yeah my with my with my paper bag set up yeah so that was funny overheat. yeah I got so many comments on that. that's really <laughs> clever actually I was like oh, okay yeah. that's a good idea yeah yeah because I, I was t- like when I first like started going outside I was only able to be outside with my computer, like actually working for like thirty minutes. Yeah, it's like that too hard. Over here. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, this is stupid. I need to figure something out. And the paper bag like works. Yeah. Nice. Very much so. Excellent. So, we'll do the paper bag method. Post the post the picture again on the on our Instagram and be like, this is what we're talking about, paper bag method. (laughs) In case no no one's telling your story. Um, well, okay, so I guess since we're on the topic of, like, work and COVID and all that, um, how do you feel about the state kind of sort of opening back up again? Like, what's the Santa Clarita? Is Santa Clarita, that's still LA County? Yes, we are okay. LA County, but however, I believe that Santa Clarita wrote a letter to county and basically asked to be pardoned. Surprise, from- surprise. Yeah, of course, from the order um, and like us to reopen things because we're we don't have as many cases, apparently. I don't know what the verdict is on that, but yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like we're we're reopening too fast. Well, L.A. County is technically not open, open. Right, right. But, like, I feel like everyone else, like, everyone down in fucking OC, man. Well, let the, rec- wild. Let the record show that all the counties that are opening are predominantly white. And, okay, yes. like, I just have to have this conversation with someone because they're like, you're always talking about, like, white people. And I'm like, and I'm always fucking talking about white people because y'all are tripping. Like, you're – No math. Like, okay, so I just found out that T.O., which is where I work, I work in Ventura County. And it makes it kind of difficult. And like, that's something that my 
HR was going over with us because they're like, you know, we're kind of in the middle because half of our employees live in LA County and then the other half of our employees live in Ventura County. So like, we're trying to keep it as neutral as possible. But like Ventura County, Thousand Oaks, for example, is like for real, for real open for business. Like my homies from work were at the breweries this weekend and I was like, oh, how was it? And he was like, oh, well, it was dope. It felt like normal because masks aren't even being required to wear. And I was like, okay, well, what about the social distancing stuff? He's like, yeah, they just want you to stay away from other groups-ish. And then like they have those dots for lines for when you're ordering drinks. But everything else is pretty much running as usual. I don't think people are wearing masks at um, like grocery stores or like when you're out and the hair salons and stuff are starting to open up again. So like Ventura County and Thousand Oaks is pretty much open for business the way Huntington Beach was and Orange County is. So I don't know. Like I have, I have, I, I feel mixed about it because on the one hand I'm like I feel it like I don't want to fucking wear masks because I hate wearing masks like I think I wore a mask the longest like two weeks ago when I was out running errands and I had it on for probably like an hour and I literally wanted to die um because it was so hot and I'm just like Jesus Christ like I can't like function with this thing on so I can't even imagine like I don't know how nurses do it hats off to you guys and like doctors and all of you people that work in hospitals because that's crazy Mm-hmm. Um, but I also am like I don't feel comfortable being out in the open like that with people just like breathing air without shit yep. over their face I'm like I don't know fam like I really yeah. don't know how I feel about it yet yeah no I I don't know like I feel like I'm just on the fence about it Same. because like I'm all like okay I get it like people are kind of going stir crazy and they want things to be open and they want things to be back to normal things aren't ever going to be normal like, at least it. for the next two to three years because even if like we right. have no mask and shit you know how paranoid everyone's going to be right so like I feel like if we open things like at least just be fucking smart about it right like be smart like wear your mask don't touch your face change out your gloves don't consistently wear the same type of gloves because that or the same kind the same pair of gloves yeah. for the whole day because that's cross contamination. Like, and at that point you might as well just have your hand out. Yeah, exactly. Like it's probably better to have Yeah, I I I don't believe in the whole glove thing. I'm like the mask I'll wear, but the gloves I'm just like it doesn't matter because I'd literally have to take them off every ten seconds and put on a new pair. And cha- yeah, exactly. It's foolish. But um yeah, like, like I said, like, when I went down to Orange County and down that way, everyone is acting a fool, and everyone's out here, no social distancing, no masks. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm, I will, the, okay, so I'm on the fence about this because, you know, everyone's been talking about how the virus, or scientists are anticipating the virus not to do well in the heat. And so that's why everyone thinking everyone's thinking that summertime we're gonna see like a decline. So I feel like the next 14 days will be telling of that because all of y'all was out acting a damn fool over Memorial Weekend. For real. So if there's no spike, no significant spike in the next like 10 days, then I'll probably be more inclined to believe that the virus doesn't live in the heat because yep. There is no way 
that they're saying it's as contagious as it is and we don't see at least like a five to seven percent spike in cases from what we've seen and you know like I don't want to diminish like how serious the virus because I know it's affected obviously like a hundred thousand people and it passed away which is crazy and but at the same time I feel like people are 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 really giving in to like a, a narrative of like fear that the media wants is putting out there because it's just like oh like these many people have died and this and this and that and it's like all right you look at the numbers like we're still at a fucking 0.05 percent of mortality rate so like in reality people aren't really dying at the rate that was expected because when this first popped up they were saying like 11 percent of the population was gonna fucking die or could potentially die so like we've I think the measures that we took early on especially California I saw their governor did a really good job of like shutting shit down ASAP. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I feel like the, the measures that we took in March were really helpful. And I feel like that's probably why we're seeing such a decline now and like why people feel empowered to be able to go out and do this, do everything they need to do. I just feel like it's, it's I don't know. Like I, I understand, I think why people are calling it a hoax or people are like untrusting of the government because- right it's it's not as it's not the scary monster that everyone thought it was going to be and i think because people are spending more like no one is actually following the quarantine rules like i don't know one single person actually i do i just talked to my one friend today and it's literally been him and his girlfriend he's like i went to my parents house i go once every two weeks and i stand in their lawn at their lawn i don't go into their house and i'm like well that's good for you guys you guys are actually following the rules i feel like everyone else is either like seeing people or like going to somebody's house or like not wear a mask around someone and I per- I personally don't know anyone that's actually gotten sick do you mm, no so like I feel like reasons like that are the reason that people are like it's a hoax and the government's like taking advantage of us and like our rights and shit and I'm like okay yeah I get it um hold on sorry my mom's here uh are, <laughs> are they ready are they ready for bed Yeah, they can come in. Can you bring more wine? Thanks. More wine. Um, so for all of you that are like, it's a because I've literally talked to people that are like, it's a hoax, and I'm like, bruh, it's not a hoax. <laughs> like, a hundred thousand people have died. Like, it's not fake. But I also don't know if it's as dramatic as everyone thought it was going to be in March. Right. And so that's why I feel like everyone's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And I'm just like, okay, but it's better to be safe than sorry because even if you're not as sick as you think you were going to be, my children are coming. Come, children. Okay, time out. Well, not time out. Well, we can keep in the episode, but I have to pee. Okay, so that's fine. Come, <laughs> children. Hi, children. We'll see. See, this is how she lays at nighttime. This is exactly how she lays on me. I'll be like this, and then she's like this. That's my chewing. Chewing for the podcast.
Can you bring in like cheat toys or something so we're not just like sitting here? Thank you. All right, excellent. The children are here with me now. Hello, children. Hello, godson. Hello, Tina. Tina, Tina, this sweet girl. Huh? They were molded. Yeah, so I used the, the Thai chili peppers. Is the water supposed to be spicy? Well, it's not. I need to add more peppers then. <laughs> The website, the website that I said was that boil hot pe- boil water with pierced hot peppers. Oh, No boiling. Hmm. Yeah, do more chili peppers. Sorry. All right, we back. We back. Anyways. Um. Anyway, so we were talking about coronavirus, but point is, you guys are gonna go out. That's fine. Be safe about it. Don't be stupid, and don't come around me. Right. Don't. And the only reason, like, I just you never know, like, people who people are hunkering down with. Like, I live with an old ass lady, shouty, and like, I'm not scared about getting sick. Like, if I get sick, you know what? Like, whatever. That would suck. But at the same time, I don't. You know. I'm not necessarily concerned for myself. I'd be concerned for other people. Right. And that's, and that's the tea, sis. Um, so, yeah, don't be coming around these parts. If y'all be out there having your secret booty calls that I know you guys are all having. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just being sexy about it because it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Well, anyways, um, well, I guess we can kind of get into some more serious business because it's yes. been a heavy week. Um, yeah, we should start though. I think with 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 the Amy Cooper situation. The, the what did you what did you call her today? Central Park, Central Park Karen. Karen. <laughs> That's what she's called. That's how she's referred to. Oh my goodness. <sighs> I can't, I can't, I can't. I, I just I think, can't. so I did some more research yesterday on, like, who she was. Okay, I guess let's, let's, if for those of you that don't know, which I don't know anybody in the world that doesn't know who the hell, like, what the hell the story is. Um, a couple, I don't know, I think this was last week, probably, the, this woman was in the Bramble part of Central Park, which I guess is notorious for bird watching. I didn't know that. Um, not notorious, notorious is a bad word, but it's famous for bird watching. And you're supposed to have your dog leash because most, as most places, you need to have your dogs on leash because some of y'all don't know how to train your dogs. And it's ruined it for the rest of us. Um, and this lady, of course, she was a, a white and she did not have her dog on a leash. And this uh, really wonderful gentleman by the name of Christian Cooper uh, had asked her to leash her dog. In probably a very polite manner. That part wasn't on the video, but I can't imagine just from the way his like his his voice was on the video when she was when it things escalated. He kept his 
he kept his cool. So I can't imagine him initially being like, hey, bitch, chain your dog up. You know what I mean? Like, it exactly. he probably wasn't coming at her hella aggressive. Yeah. But because she is one of those women, a Karen, um, that, you know, I guess doesn't like people telling her what to do and doesn't like following the rules, she popped off and, you know, was like, get that camera out of my face, stop recording me, stop recording me. And Christian, you know, was like, please don't come close to me. Because she really, like, went up to him, like, aggressively and was like, stop recording me, stop recording me. And he was like, don't come close to me. And then this bitch has the audacity to be like, I'm going to call the cops. And not only am I going to call the cops, but I'm going to tell them that an African-American man is threatening me. Yes. Like, literally verbatim is what she said. And then the situation escalates and she's choking her dog because she's more concerned about being a fucking, she's a cunt. I'm sorry. I have to say it. Being a cunt than worrying about her dog or worrying about her business or just putting her dog on a leash, following the rules, being a human civilized citizen. And she wants to call the cops and like literally you hear her voice like go for, into hysterics to make it seem as if this man is actually threatening her or like hurting her, harming her and her dog. And she literally says on the call, an African-American man is threatening me and my dog. That's, that's the story that we're talking about. And Jasmine, how do you feel about it? She, this is what happens when white women don't go to therapy. You see how she was about to combust? With anxiety because she was caught, she she manifested her own anxiety for no reason. I watched that shit several times. Can you guys tell that Jasmine works in mental health because (laughs) she said this is what happens when white women don't go to therapy. I would have just been like, dude, she literally stupid. She literally like looked like she was combusting, like she was shaking and everything for whatever reason. But I don't know if you know this, so. Prior, I guess, to him recording, he had based he had asked her nicely and like had said, um, like I think she like rebuttaled with like I'm gonna do what I want, mm. and he he had said like okay, well if you're gonna do what you want, then I'm gonna do what I want, and you're not gonna like it, um. And since he's an avid bird watcher, and I believe he goes to that park frequently. He, he's, like, um, on the board of, like, something, some sort of, like, bird watching committee or some shit. He's, like, important. Yeah, I think it was mentioned that um, he's definitely encountered, like, he's had several encounters of, like, people not having their dog on the leash. So what he started doing was carrying dog treats. Um to kind of because you know once when a stranger offers your dog a treat you kind of restrain them at first because one like you're like why are you giving you know like something yeah yeah yeah. like that's weird if someone tried to give my dog a treat I'd be like hey buddy back up yeah so like that was kind of his point to get her to leash her dog oh what an Um, interesting tactic I didn't know that yeah so he like tried to be like, oh, like come here, puppy, to to, to get her, yeah. And that's when she kind of lost it. 
Okay, so I didn't know that. And, like, I'm obviously not defending this bitch whatsoever. But, like, no, no, no. I no, understand no. the, like, WTF, bro. Like, what are you doing? But at the same time, I uh, probably would have already had my dog on a leash from jump. So where someone wouldn't have even had to do that to me because, well, I have misbehaved dogs. So there's no way that my dogs would have been able to be at the park without a leash. Um, but I didn't know that. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Um. So it's just wild, though, because, yes, again, like, she basically weaponized. Like, she knew what she was doing Absolutely. when she and was that's like, what's so crazy to me. Like, that's evil. Yeah. That is literally evil. And did you know that, like, she was a VP of wherever she worked, which is, like, some major hedge fund company? No. Vice president, bro. 41 years old, vice president, which only makes me think, like, how the fuck do you treat your your team or the people that are under you, anyone in your company, since you have such a high position of power within your company, and you live in Manhattan. It's not like, like, if this would have happened in, like, I don't know, Arkansas or something, I would have been, like, shocked but not surprised. You know what I mean? Like, which is probably, like, I don't know, regionalist of me. I don't even know if that's a word, but... You mm-hmm. just assume shit like that is going to happen in the South or in places that are predominantly white. This is Manhattan, yeah. probably one of the most, if not the most diverse city in the country, which is probably more diverse than it is here in LA. So it's like the fact that you, the first thought that you had is to be like, I'm going to tell the cops that an African-American man is threatening me. Like, bitch, are you insane? Right, right. Like, you're not well, sis, at all. And I... You know, people are like, oh, she didn't need to have all that stuff happen to her. Like, we get the point. I'm like, nah, fuck that bitch. Like, she deserved everything that she had coming to her. I don't think people should be sending her death threats. Like, it's a little extreme. But her losing her job, deserved it. Her losing her damn animal, she deserved it. Her getting shit in the media, she deserves it. Because you know yeah. what? This is what happens. Like, you can't be a nasty person and expect to just get away with it. This ain't right. Scooby-Doo. They don't, there's no one in Scooby-Doo don't even get away with this shit. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, I mean, okay, dog on leash. That's like a a minute rule. And, you know, a lot of people break rules. But like, if that was me, or if that was like, I feel like a normal person would have been like, hmm, like, yeah, okay, they, they, they know that their dog is off the leash. And if someone were to ask and explain, like, why? Like, you need to leash your dog. I've just been like, okay. It's not that big of a deal. It's not. And, like, this is something like, really, lady? Like, you lost your whole life because you refused to put your dog on a leash. On a leash. To follow the rules. It's not like he was asking her to leash her dog. And Like, I would understand her being upset if it was a no-leash park. Like, if they didn't have to do that, I'd be like, no. Like, I don't need to. My dog is well-being. As long as my dog wasn't, like ruining the plants or like pissing every or whatever i don't know i don't i don't know what the rules are in parks but like if my dog wasn't causing a ruckus and i didn't have to have my dog on a leash no i'm not gonna put my damn dog on a leash but if the rules say your dog must be leashed and someone calls you out on it sis come on yeah exactly. follow the rules like follow the rules this isn't like a life or death situation this isn't like a morally encompassing situation to where you can't you know you'll die if you don't put your dog on a leash right and now look at you. Egg on your face. Should have just sat there and ate your food and put your damn dog on a leash. Because now look. 
Right. Exactly. That this reminds me of, although this is like kind of a different situation because the man actually isn't African American. Um, but a lot of people assumed, I believe. I don't know if you saw the video of the it was like someone pulling out of a lake area and there was an old lady who was whatever like on like in charge of the gate or she was like the gatekeeper oh yeah i did saw that i did see that yeah so and she's like excuse me mike! yeah mike! yeah and legit like like she called the police yeah and and mind you the car was not moving forward so like to set up the picture for you guys what ended up happening was that the guy was had just pulled his jet ski off the lake and I believe he um, started going out through the wrong exit or like an entrance or something. So he like tried to pull away and like go through a different like the, the correct way to exit the lake and like the gatekeeper stopped him and for whatever reason like it just escalated from there and like the guy was like move out of the move out the way move out the way you in the way you in the motherfucking way (laughs) and she wouldn't move and she's she was an older woman and all of a sudden she's like i'm gonna call the police like i'm gonna call the police so she does and she was like she starts losing it because he starts like slowly very slowly inching forward so she would move out of the way and she like starts screaming bloody murder, like he's running me he's over. over. Yeah, I literally my blood boiled when I watched yeah. that video. Yeah, I, oh God, you guys, I really think that like God must bless these people because I'm like, how the hell did these people not get Molly whopped? I know. <laughs> no, for like, real. I'm like, yo, I can't even imagine. Like Amy Cooper, if this bitch is in my face talking, if if anyone ever looked at me and was like, I'm gonna call the cops and tell them an African American woman is threatening me, I'd be like, all right, go ahead, bitch, and then I'm gonna give them a reason to. Like what? I, I'm not a violent person. Trust me, I don't. I've never been in a fight in my life. I I don't think violence is ever the answer, but sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. And these people deserve to get their asses whooped because clearly their parents didn't do it for them and nobody in their life has done it up until this point and they deserve it. Because I guarantee if someone would have whooped their ass in their formative years, they wouldn't be this nasty the way that they are as adults. And that's just the truth. And I don't know how people just say nasty things like that and know how anyone like pop off on them. Right. Because it couldn't be me. Or like all of these crazy workers that you see, all these retail workers. I feel like that's how this whole Karen thing started. Like there was like a video that went viral on Twitter about like a, someone put a compilation together of like all of these crazy white women just like being nuts and so disrespectful at retail stores. And then that's when like I feel like the whole Karen thing happened, right? Right. Yeah, basically. And and and, and trust was- me, I worked retail. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, finish that. No, I'm just going to say, like, I work retail, and I, I don't think I ever, I never personally experienced that. Like, no one was crazy like that to me. But someone, we did have a Karen situation with my friend Shari, who was my, one of my co-managers at the time. And Shari gave her a piece of her mind, because that lady caught her literally, like, the, her last week at Steve Madden. And Shari gave literally zero fucks. And she told that lady that. She's like, I give, this is my last week here, and I give zero fucks about what you have to say, lady. And lady was like, oh, yeah. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna report you to corporate. Like, what's your name? Shari literally spelled out her entire first and last name and said, <laughs> and I give zero fucks. Whipped her hair and walked away. And That's I said, hilarious. This is my favorite person in the entire world. <laughs> it was literally one of the most amazing experiences I've ever seen in real life. And that that's what that lady had to come and it was three generations of Karens it was like a little Karen a uh, medium Karen and then like the old the old lady Karen so it was like mom daughter and like grandmother and they were all bitches they were being super rude to her I was like this is wild isn't the, they, isn't the level like a Kaylee isn't there a Kaylee yeah I think it's like Kaylee Karen and then like Susan or something <laughs> and that's what we had like we literally had that in the store and this was before all of this was even a thing but this was like 2015 earlier than that probably 2014 that's so funny but it's just infuriating speaking of that kind of veering off like seeing all the the backlash from people about the term karen oh my god i know i'm like i get it like i only i go ahead the only perspective i really understand are those people that act are actually named karen (laughs) <laughs> and they don't fit the description and are actually very nice people. I know one Karen and she was a bitch and I hated her. Okay, well then she can go on that boat of Karens. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm <laughs> lying to you. I know a, a, a non-white Karen. She's a nice Salvadorian lady and she's really cool. But I knew a, I knew an actual Karen that was like very Karen-like from elementary school and fuck her to this day to this day I have, I have like a lot of issues with people I went to elementary school now like the the more that I like the more that I, I become aware and like the more of an adult that I become and I see certain situations I'm like damn there was like some heavy um like microaggression in my elementary school because I went to like a, a really bougie like private elementary school it wasn't really it was bougie in the sense that it was like everyone there was just had hella money and they were like all their parents were old and white like the boy that I had a crush on like his mom was like 50 and we were like nine years old mm-hmm. so and they everyone just had like, hella money and like I was like one of three black kids like in the entire school or something you know what I mean and it's yeah. kind of like I shared this story on Twitter because there was this one woman that was talking it was during the Amy Cooper thing and she was talking about how um white women learn from a very young age to like that if you know to be to be hysterical and they get whatever they want yep and like if something doesn't go their way they can just immediately like play the damsel in distress no matter whether it's their fault or not and like they'll win and they learn that from a very young age and it kind of jogs this memory and you know I was like holy shit this is true because there was this girl named Kate that I was friends with in, in elementary school since in fourth grade and she was like kind of a lunatic and um wound up like starting all this drama with all the girls like there was a few of us that were friends and like I don't know she was just like spreading all these rumors or something and I was just like fed up with it and I like confronted her at recess and I was like you need to stop telling lies about people or whatever and like kind of embarrassed her I guess I don't know but I was just sticking up for my friends so I was like everyone's tired of your drama Kate like get the fuck out like leave us alone we just want to play handball and four square and like have fun go away yep and she started like like it was fine in the moment and then I guess she went home and like threw a fit and made it seem as if like I had been bullying her for a long time and that like I had turned the whole class against her and that no one wanted to be her friend because of me not because she was actually a fucking bitch and I was like okay so then she 
So obviously her parents called the school and then she threw a little fit again at school. And then I got called in the principal's office and they basically had this whole like seminar, like literally the, the mean girls like, oh, junior girls report to the gymnasium immediately. Immediately. <laughs> like literally that is exactly what happened. fourth grade girls it was like a class it was probably like 30 fourth grade girls and the prince our teachers made me stand up of course old white women made me stand up in front of the class and like apologize to her and at the time like I obviously didn't know but like they took her side they didn't even ask me what had happened they didn't even ask me what my side of the story was whether or not this was true they just made a like made me get up in front of thirty girls in my class and like apologize to this fucking bitch. Who, by the way, my mom and I were talking about this the other day, and she was like, "Oh yeah, like I never liked her and her family." And I was like, "Why?" I said, "Because you came home one day and was like, oh yeah, Kate was talking about how Jewish people are terrible because that's what her dad talks about at home and how um, like Germans are superior or something." Oh. And I like asked my mom like what that meant. And she was like, yeah, like her dad was a fucking Nazi. And that's why I didn't like you hanging out with her. But I didn't want to tell you that at that time because you, I, I didn't want you to like know what that, you didn't know yeah. what that was, right. you know? Like, and it's not like this was fourth graders now. Like this was 20 years ago. Like times are so different. Like kids weren't as exposed. To, you know, we yeah. weren't as exposed to things as Today. kids that are nine-year-olds now so like my mom was like it just wasn't appropriate for me to talk to you about so I just told you that that wasn't true and that you should you know like if her mom if she ever brings anything up about her dad again to just ignore it so that's the type of girl that she was and that's the type of family she came from and that's what the fuck happened to me so fuck you Karen and so and I bet you Kate grew up to be an Amy Cooper <laughs> and that's what I have to say about that fuck you Kate <laughs> And I'm not going to put your last name out there because I have class. I have class. That's hilarious. Well, yes. So, moral of the story, Amy Cooper deserved what she got. Yes, she did. And... Yes, absolutely she did. And in and to transition, what Amy Cooper was trying to do to Christian Cooper, which I think is really weird, by the way, their last names are the same. I, know. I was tripping out for like 10 minutes. I was like, is this correct? Yeah. Um, I didn't know that until yesterday, to be honest. Well, I, I kept getting confused because I was like, is Christian Cooper her? Like, I'm like, is this like a family member of her that's speaking up? Like, I know the guy's name is Christian, but like, huh? Yeah. And then I looked and I was like, oh, wow, what a weird coincidence. Yeah. But um, what Amy Cooper was doing could have easily resulted in what happened to George Floyd. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you know, really good transition point. But what happened to that man is, like, you know, it's weird. I watched the video, and I, I want, like, this is the last video that I will watch. Um, but it didn't hit. It, it's so weird, like, the way, it's really weird how people, like, how we process like trauma like that because the the Ahmad video like instantly I started bawling like instantly like it literally I don't know what happened and and it wasn't nearly as violent as a lot of the other videos have been like the Philando Castile video was really really violent like really extremely violent and that didn't make me cry as much as the Ahmad video did but the George Floyd video the fact that it was five minutes and I I didn't watch obviously the full five minutes but 
I I don't even I don't I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. I didn't watch the video. I as you should. I don't ever encourage people to watch these things because there's no point. It's and they're disgusting and there's no point. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's very sad. Um that what happens and it happens too often and and for no reason. I'm just I was very confused because come to find out was it wasn't even a check. a check. Oh. It was a it was a a, a fake twenty dollar bill though. Oh really? But it's like so I guess the cashier chick so I guess it's, this grocery store has been in the neighborhood for like thirty something years and it's it's family owned. So it's like a mom and pop shop. And I don't know who the hell checks for fraudulent twenty dollar bills. I mean I don't I'm like, if you're checking for $20 bills, I mean, I don't know. 50 and $100 bills, I get, but 20 bucks, I mean, whatever. Point is, I guess they found out that this bill was, was, was not real. And they called the cops, which I think is so weird. Like, whatever. So they called the cops. And there was a video that came out today or a couple, maybe yesterday um, of store surveillance of, of George walking out of the grocery store with his groceries. And the cops pulling up in minutes, by the way. Like, I don't know what the hell the woman told them on the phone, but they pulled up in, in with a quickness, which I've called, I have called the cops once. And it was because my, I got into, like, someone hit my door when I was at Roscoe's. This was, like, in college. So I was, like, in my 20s, and I was hysterical because I literally had just gone out of the car and someone it was a hit and run. They hit the hell out of my door while my car door was open. And I almost got hit. So I'm like freaking out. It's the middle of the night, obviously. I had just come from like being out. The cops never showed. So to me, I'm like, okay, cops don't show up. And if they do show up, they show up like not five minutes in. Anyway, so they pulled up with a quickness and it shows that he was not resisting arrest whatsoever. He literally like let him cut, let them cuff him. And they sat him down. And then from there, I don't know how the situation escalates, but they got him in cuffs and he was not uh, resisting. So I don't know, like, what would have prompted this this cop to, like, do that to him. But it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's so uncalled for. Like, I don't understand why there's ever a situation where you have to do that to someone when you're arresting them or even have to be violent with anyone. Once you get someone in handcuffs, that's it. They can't get up. They can't, like, hurt you. You know what I mean? Like, if you're worried that they're bigger or that they're stronger than you, maybe, like, so you put them on their belly in their handcuffs. They can't get up from there. Yeah, it made zero sense. He wasn't even properly, like, like, I believe the proper form is, like, when they do that, it's supposed to be the back. So I don't know what the fuck that guy was thinking. Well, that's that's why they're saying. So apparently, this this guy has had like other infringements on his record, and he's been suspended for work from for shooting people and just like improper conduct. So he's a crooked cop. Yeah, he's a dirty cop. And the way he was, I I, I don't know. I and I don't know. It's that's the thing too. Like the internet is like you know people don't say factual things and they they run off on these tangents that aren't necessarily truthful so i've read that the like there was a manner of like being able to do that to someone and causing like harm like 
knowing, I don't know, there's something about the way you can sit on somebody's neck like that to where they're not going to die instantly, but it causes like really, really severe pain. And then obviously, I, I just don't understand like why, like why, and why none, none of his, the people, none of the other police officers that were there told him to get off. Like you're being filmed. Right. Yeah. Like, are you that arrogant? Like, are you that much of a sociopath that you think that you're going to get away with something like this? You're on camera. You know what I mean? Well, if he has a rap, then of course he thinks that he's going to get away with it. Which is, and I don't know if his other things have been filmed this way. You know, like there's like there's witnesses. You're on camera. There's tons of witnesses on the scene. Like, are you that arrogant to where you think that like what? I don't know, dude. I don't know. That's that's like they don't vet over there. They don't vet their their police officers. I feel like all this shit has been like just happening a lot more so over there. Not that it doesn't happen here, for sure. But like the way like I don't know how they allow some of these people to become police officers. Well, I I, I feel like and a lot of these like uh, you know other cities it's probably more. I mean, I want the police force in general is like a boys club you know it's like they keep they're very tight-knit it's almost like a fraternity but over there like in other places I feel like it's very much so like oh well like a legacy thing like my I guarantee if you look into this guy's um history I'm sure he has law enforcement in his family right and they're probably all just as crooked yeah definitely you know what I mean so it's like you don't just I feel like people like that don't just become like they're not like just one off of their family members like usually people like that like you you come from some bad people yeah exactly because you don't just become like that mean or that shitty of a human being just because without influences around you but I'm just I'm more so concerned about the the officers that were around him like his partner and like whoever else was there like how do you allow that to happen yeah they're like accomplices for sure. Yeah, and they should all be charged with this accessory to murder. I think I was looking at the law because everyone's like, oh, murder, murder, murder. But I'm like, I don't think he'll get charged with first degree murder because first degree murder across the board is how you have to have um, like it's premeditated. Yeah. And I and you're not going to be able to prove it's premeditated, even though like he has a rap sheet of being right. discriminatory. But still, it'd be like a really hard thing. So I feel like they'll definitely see a second degree murder charge with him. But I feel like all of the rest of those officers should be charged with accessory to murder. They just stood there. Right. It's like when you, you know, like even people when they're fighting, like usually if you're like someone's taking it too far, like, all right, bro, like you made your point. That's enough. I wish, because there was only one angle of the video, right? Like we only saw the guy. I think so. Because I only watched like 30 seconds of that. And then I was like, I can't watch this shit anymore. And then like, I don't, if there have been other videos, like I refuse to open anything else of that. Right. And and I really I I, I do want to say that um let we should stop sharing these videos you guys like stop posting it on your Instagram stories like I, I know where your intentions lie I really do and like it's 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 it does nothing your intentions but, are good yeah it does nothing but cause stress and trauma and, trauma and PTSD and and, and I I also think of a family right and on the other hand this is like 
being exposed to this so many times, it almost makes us numb to it. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm saying, like, I don't usually have reactions to these types of videos anymore. It's because I feel like we've been seeing them so often that I'm just like, oh. Right, right. Like, it's infuriating, no doubt. But it, it, it's, it almost feels like it's not real. Like, you're watching a movie almost. Right. So, I... and. Honestly, every time I, anytime I watch these videos, I always think of this, of these people's families. Cause I'm just like, I would hate to have the world see my family member like that. I don't even know what I would do. Like, I can't imagine. Oh, I would, I, God knows. I, I, I think that I would, I, I don't know, Jasmine. I really think that I would have to murder someone myself. Like, I'd probably find that officer and I'd, I'd, oof. I can't even imagine. Yeah, I don't know. And so, well, okay, so the status is he's been arrested, correct? Or no, he's he was fired. They're all fired. They all four of the officers that were there have been fired. But that's it. The mayor called yesterday for him to be arrested. Good. So I'm sure that that's coming soon. Yeah. Um the men, all three men in the Ahmad Arbery case have been arrested. And charged, and charged with yes. murder. Um, um, at the Brianna Taylor case, which I don't know if you know about that I one. I, I've seen, like, I saw her name floating around, but I, so that one was really sad. So she was 26 years old. She was an EMT. Um, she was killed in her own home in February. No, in March, early March. Um, so I'm just gonna read you off of. I have. I did my research. I'm, I'm being a proper journalist. Today. Good. So Taylor died March 13th after police entered her home in the early morning hours as part of a narcotics investigation. Police say that they began shooting after one of the officers was shot and injured. But a lawsuit filed against the Louisville Metro Police Department claims the officers weren't looking for Taylor or her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, and no drugs were found in their home. Walker's defense attorney has claimed in court filings that Walker fired in self-defense believing the home was being broken into because police didn't announce themselves. Though Taylor was killed nearly two months ago, her case gained national attention recently after prominent activist Sean King posted about her story on social media. Since then, Taylor's family has hired civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump, who is also representing the family of Ahmaud Arbery, a 25-year-old black man who was killed by two white men in Georgia in late February. So basically, she was killed in her own home because the police, uh, Taylor was not, was not the main target of the narcotics investigation that prompted believe the much police officers to enter her home, but the officers had a search warrant for her and her apartment that included a no-knock provision, meaning the police could enter her house without identifying themselves as law enforcement. Records show that the police believe that the suspect in the narcotics investigation, Jamarcus Glover, used Taylor's home to receive mail, kept to keep drugs, or stash money earned from the sale of drugs. However, according to the lawsuit filed by Taylor's family, police had identified Glover at a home more than 10 miles from Taylor's apartment before they executed the warrant at her residence. There's no body camera footage available. Police Chief Steve Conrad said the criminal endured, I don't know what this word is, criminal squad, whatever squad, does not use that equipment. So, I don't know. It's fishy. So, they had a search warrant for her apartment. There's no body cam. Which I don't. I thought I thought all police officers were required by law to wear those. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it depends on your department and what the state law mm. is. To be honest, 
I feel like that would just be beneficial across the board. Like if I was a police chief, I'd be like, everyone needs to wear these to keep everybody accountable. Yes, but I feel like some of the footage shouldn't be accessible to the public. Oh, for sure. No, no, no. I'm not saying that the footage should. But a lot of people. I don't think any of this footage should be out unless it's like. I don't know. I mean, I understand the First Amendment and all that, but like, there's just some things that people don't need to see. Like, we don't need to see another black person, human being, being murdered to believe that it actually happened. Right. But I also feel like every police officer wearing body cam just keeps people accountable. You know. Like, you'll probably think twice about doing something because you're being recorded. Right. Which is sad. You know, you would hope that like that wouldn't be the case, but I don't care at this point. Like, you know. There are bad apples, and not all police officers are bad, obviously, but there's there are some rotten apples in there, and maybe those body cams would keep them from doing something terrible to somebody. Definitely. I agree. So what do you think about all these protests? I mean, I get it. I, I, I understand, you know, I understand the whole... I, I mean, like... They're taking the streets. They're, they're I, would I be breaking into a store? No, but um, would I be in the streets protesting? Yeah, I wouldn't be. You know, breaking into police officers' cars and jumping on cars. It's just not safe. You know what I mean? Like you're just asking to like get ran over or to be trump trampled. I have fear of crowds anyway, so I'm not like trying <laughs> to be in a big old crowd. Like like I can't do mosh pits. I got stuck in a Travis Scott mosh pit once, and it ruined my life forever um but I mean I understand being vocal yes and 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 you know standing outside of city hall and shouting and screaming and being angry I understand it like you know what I mean I mean Martin Luther I mean it's it's funny you have like your your two civil rights activists that people always go to you have your Martin Luther King's and then you have your you have your Malcolm X and they're both on such polar opposite. Like Malcolm X is like, you're there's no point in peaceful protesting a, a non peaceful enemy, and that's where you know the whole idea of, of rioting comes from because it's like this is the only way they're gonna listen. No justice, no peace. But like you're not gonna get any peace either because I don't have any justice. Where on the other hand, Martin Luther King is like you know be peaceful, fight fire with water, like don't incite violence. But I kind of fall right in the middle of that because I'm like, you know, like what's it going to, it's been, what's going to work? Yeah, exactly. Like there has to be like some type of medium. Yeah. You know, and I feel like if, if trying to do it the nice way and, and, you know, calling your politicians and signing petitions and, peaceful marching like that shit's not working you know and it's like how we've been seeing on on the internet like this country was founded on violence like this country was literally founded on a physical revolution where our forefathers were fucking throwing tea in the river and tar and feathering people you know what i mean like that shit was violent as fuck tar and feathering someone is literally pouring hot tar on a living human being and feathering them and that's what that that was a big thing in the re- in the early part of the Revolutionary War. Right. So like that's how this country was founded, you know. And people have made points like everything that we have in our historical artifact museums are was all looted because people were running, you know, running through villages and stealing from the natives and killing them. 
So, and it's like, I get it. This isn't 1776 anymore. And it's like, we've evolved as human beings, but not really when we're still seeing black men being lynched on the street. It's no different than it was 50 years ago. Right. Well, and slavery didn't end that long ago. I feel like people forget slavery. That. I mean, I feel like it's still alive, yeah. you know? Like, you have, if anyone, if you guys haven't seen 13th on Netflix, the Ava DuVernay um, uh, documentary, I think it's, you should watch it because no one's, you know, a lot of people don't know the Constitution really well, but, like, when you become an inmate, you basically give up your rights and it's like it's in-house slavery like your freedom is stripped from you so and a lot of and this is why prison is not great a lot of prisons are for profit so like the more inmates you have in there the more these it's in prison's best interest it's in our government's best interest to imprisoning people because they make money off of it yeah and then these people become slaves you can work them for 10 cents you know, that member Victoria's Secret got in trouble because they got found out that they were uh, partnered with a lot of private prisons, and a lot of these prisoners were actually making the panties that they were selling. What? Really? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, this was this was like when we were in college. This happened a long time ago where they got they got in trouble, and that, but a lot of big corporations were partnered with prisons, with private prisons, where these inmates were making. And, you know, it's fine if they're making a livable wage, but they're paying them literally. They're like, it's labor. It's like, it's sweatshops. Yeah. They're making them, they're paying them like 10 cents for like 15 hours of work or some crazy stupid yeah, shit. it's kind of wild. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to condone violence. I don't want to say that crashing into your local target and fucking shit Dude, up in the community is... I saw that is, video um, right before we started and I was... That white woman that with the lamps. That, that's another thing. With the lamps. Okay, that's amazing. That was amazing. I, I'm like, oh, we loot and target. I have my weekly list here ready to go. Wow, I would never do that. But at the same nah, time, I couldn't. I, I didn't agree with that because one, that woman looks so out of place. Like, come on now. She probably didn't. Even... I mean, whatever. She said, no justice, no peace. I need my lamps. <laughs> she probably didn't even know what the reason was. She's like, I've been waiting for these lamps to go on sale for the last three weeks. Y'all don't understand. And here we are. And here we are. No. Um, no, I'm talking about the lady in the wheelchair that was stabbing people. What? Oh, it's because you've been offline. Yeah, guys, I, I deleted my apps because. For good reason. She's, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, it's been heavy but i've never been one to i get it though i understand like we need to like people are trying to figure out a means to protest where it actually gets like recognized and creates change but i've never been one to support like the looting or the getting on the freeway and Bruh. And like everyone else, and yeah, like it's just a lot, and it's dangerous. Like Maya said, and people can get hurt. So yeah, for no reason, and it's just, it's it's silly. It's like silly to, and then on top of that, like then you have you know, and I get it. It's like oh, you know, we don't like like. People that are siding with the oppressors, like, fuck them anyways. But it's, like, giving people more of a reason to be, like, well, you see, I told right. you so. 
well, you see, well, you see, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, there's certain people that no matter what you do, because I mean, you have Christian Cooper, that's a Harvard graduate and ex-Marvel editor and like head of this and that and like just like an upstand right like he's like an upstanding citizen but like you're still gonna have people that are looking at him like well he's just a black man so you know he's up to no good no matter what you do but then I feel like there's a lot of I feel like most people are not racist inherently I feel like people are prejudiced and everybody has their shit but I feel like there are a lot of people that you would classify quote-unquote as racist that if you were to just sit down and have a conversation with them and just be like, look, buddy, what, you know, and you just speak the truth, you know, you, you, you tell people what's going on and you show them that like, Hey, you know, like people aren't bad, you know, people will probably be like, Oh, you know what? Like I'm an asshole. You know, like they might take a step back and be like, Whoa, like all of these preconceived notions that I have about someone, I'm an asshole for that. And I was incorrect, but you're never going to get that when you're, being violent or just being yeah yeah but like also those people that have preconceived notions are also most of the time very ignorant and don't care to learn like if it's it's one right, thing right. it's one thing if they're like open to being like like prove me wrong like prove like argue with me so and try and prove me wrong. I don't know. I feel like those people specifically are so arrogant because they're so caught up in like just the argumentation of things. Like we've all had that one ex that just wanted to argue for the sake of fucking arguing. They didn't really care about what you had to say. You know what I mean? I feel like it's like that thing. Like those people that are like, prove me wrong. I'm like, any prove me wrong motherfucker walk away because this person is not interested. It's not actually interested in anything. They just want to fight for the sake of fighting. (sighs) Yes and no. I don't know. I like, living out like okay so i delete like i said i deleted my social media apps um why well, i deleted instagram and twitter because it's just a lot right now but she's not off the app completely. yeah she's not like she didn't delete her profile she just got rid of that uh, and i just kind of i was browsing on facebook today and of course i'm part of one of the <laughs> the santa clarita forums just to kind of be in the i can only imagine how much of a of a shit show that yeah, is bro it's it's crazy it's like it's a lot and like a lot of the people out here are fucking blinded as hell <sighs> yeah i don't know apparently i don't know i don't know what the- apparently there's gonna be yeah. a black lives matter protest out here on saturday so i'm really curious oh, really? to see how like i'm i they're gonna attend i'm not gonna attend because i actually have what am i doing on saturday oh shit i have i have I have something. I have somewhere to be on Saturday, actually, but I can't disclose. Hmm. Um, hmm. I'll tell you after. <laughs> but um, fuck! I wish I was going to be so I could take photos because that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, I was like, I probably would have just. I would have come. Yeah, but um, I'm just curious to see like what the turnout, what the like, what kind of people are going to be out there protesting and like. And what other people are going to be counter-protesting? I feel like Santa Clarita might be one of those places where you'll see some counter-protesting. It's very, uh, yeah, red out here, so. Is it, like, MAGA red, or is it, like... There's definitely, like, people... Like, George W. Bush No, like, there's... I think it's a little bit of both. Like, you... I definitely see at least one Trump supporter, at the least, once a week. 
like openly. How do you know they're Trump supporter? They're wearing their hats, like hats, stickers. Are people still wearing those hats on the Jesus car? Christ. It's it's a lot. I do you feel like since Trump's been in office, and this is like not hyperbole. Like I I genuinely feel like since Trump's been in office, like racist white people have really felt empowered to just be out yeah, here, dude. And like yeah, and just be and just be awful people. I just feel like as of late, it's just been super heightened and. It's just a lot. It's tiring. It's taxing. It's very exhausting. But I, uh, we just to wrap this portion up. Yeah. Um, I would like to just say that I hope you guys are specifically to our our black listeners and our black male listeners specifically. I hope you guys are taking care of yourself and you're being safe and you're taking not not only actually physical care of yourself when you're out but like also mentally and spiritually and emotionally and just know that like you are loved we love you we care about you we want you safe and we're sorry i'm i'm sorry for you i'm sorry for yes i'm i'm sorry that you don't feel safe being outside your own skin in certain neighborhoods yeah like it's ridiculous. Like, I think about it, like, do people, you know, it, do my black friends feel safe being in Porter Ranch? You know right. what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I feel, like, away sometimes. Like, I'm like, I thought about it today because I went outside to get my mail, and I was like, if the cops were to come around, like, would they be like, oh, do you live here? And like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. It just makes you kind of just look at the world kind of sideways and I just hope everyone's being safe and taking care of yourself because, and ter- yeah, if you guys feel like you need to turn your social media off, please do because it's it can be exhausting, especially this this week. It's just it's a lot, a lot, on all ends. So, yeah, so take care of yourselves and, you know, stay strong and stay safe. We'll um, we'll figure this out. I hope. Hopefully, I hope so. Be the change you want to see in the world, y'all. Yeah, and speak up, white people. The allies. Be an ally. Speak up. Call your fucking friends out because we know that you have at least one yes. friend that likes to say the N-word. Yes. We all know yes. it. Tell them to shut, the, shut up and to not say that word and speak up and call them out on their bullshit because they need it. And befriend them. and if Or not befriend them, like disfriend them if that's what it takes because some people don't deserve it because they're jerks and arrogant but mm. anyways moving forward oof so lengthy episode I thought there was another it is I thought there oh oh Doja Cat. Cat fuck yeah dude I didn't know she was from the valley and I'm like really upset that she is because that made People have been talking shit about Black Valley kids for forever now, and I'm like, no, that. I know. We don't all have daddy issues, okay? We don't all like have self hatred yeah. about our yeah. blackness just because we grew up in the fucking suburbs. Exactly. Exactly. That's like mad disrespectful. <laughs> because we want to. To what is it? What I read something or the the girl that addressed um, Spencer. Spencer. Like, bl- black people moved to the valley to. Because they wanted to dim their blackness and like be like white, basically. That's that's what I that was the summary. And I was like, 
I feel like black people all moved to the valley because it was and cheaper they wanted back space. in the day and they <laughs> yeah exactly it's literally what it was the same reason people are moving out of the valley and moving to Bakersfield and like Palmdale and shit they're just you get more bang exactly. for your buck exactly like people want to be able to own shit so you you leave because shit gets too expensive and I was like how dare you you stupid bitch how dare you like as if the kids that are that have grown up here like like as if we had a choice right <laughs> like I didn't get to choose where I was born like I didn't get to choose that like exactly I don't know I I talked to Cheese about it and he like he had said yeah he's like that's a preconceived notion apparently a lot apparently a lot of people think that which is sad I mean I get it because it's I I understand that the thought because it's like we're 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 suburbs we're suburban kids we're all a little bit more sheltered than kids that grow up in the city because we grew up in a a little bit of a bubble you know like not to say that you know you don't have your rough areas in the valley where there were gang life you know you have gangs and you have shit that happens for the most part the majority of us grew up just chilling you know like there was nothing going on like it's it's suburbia it's quiet there's not much going on the most ratchet thing that happens or anything is i don't know you're yeah and even then, like, the most scandalous thing that happened in high school was, like, that one girl that got pregnant because you always knew she or was a little fat. Or a chlamydia outbreak. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> but that's pretty much But it. I don't know why, I don't like, know. I don't understand. I I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I guess we're a little corny. I feel like this would have been a good topic to bring up with Cheese and Joe. Well, we kind of touched on it because they were like, you guys are a little corny. Yeah, but, like. But I'm like, it's true. We're suburb, we're suburban kids. What do you want from us? <laughs> yeah, like I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like we don't have the hustle and bustle of the city. <laughs> you know, we have quiet, like Reseda. Like the most hustle and bustle street we have is Reseda Boulevard and like exactly. Balboa at six o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that shit was annoying and it's insulting. It is, but I'm just like as as if. As if kids in the city aren't also corny because you guys still had parents that sheltered you from things. It's not like you guys were just out walking the streets right. all the time. You know, I just don't, I don't understand like where, what the difference would be besides maybe like, like bad things that would make that like stereotypical bad shit that like, oh, the kids from the city are just more advanced because they're like all in gangs and shit. Like, that's right. not true. Right. So I don't understand what the difference would be between, you know, us that grew up in Granada Hills or someone that grew up in Baldwin Hills. It's still I suburbs. Know. I know. It, and that's what, that's what, that's what she said too, basically. Like, like it looks better to grow up in Baldwin Hills or um, Ladera. Ladera yeah, Heights. Versus the Valley. Then, but it's the I same know. thing. Like, aren't there gated communities there? Like, the same way, like, I guess it's the same thing. Like, we would clown people that grew up in gated communities because, like, oh, these are the fucking rich kids that are, like, away from everything. Yeah, we wouldn't. But it's, like, not. Yeah, but to an extent. Right. I was like, for us, it's a little different because it's not like. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what is it that makes it so different besides. I don't know. Like, what is, what's the difference? There is none. Besides maybe being closer to the state. Exactly. (laughs) 
You know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, but I was like, bitch, we were still at yes. those concerts. We were all at the same concerts on the same nights. We just drove a little bit further. I don't know. It pisses me off. I'm it's like, all it's the same. same. We're the same. Why can't we all just be one and be happy? Why? Yeah. Like, we're all under the same lockdown. The same lockdown that you guys are under, we're under. Because we LA County. <laughs> for listening I don't know what happened to Maya I can't hear her anymore Maya (laughs) our next episode is going to be on dating in quarantine you're talking I can't hear you. <laughs> I don't want to hear Finishing the episode, and I guess Maya is kidding. <laughs> but I can't hear her. Oh. Um, Maya says she loves you guys. Follow us on HFTV Pod. Um, listen to our episode. Help retweet, repost. And again, we're going to be, I know Mayam had posed a question on Twitter about dating and quarantine. Please send us your stories because um, we need it for our next episode. Dating during quarantine. Let us know. All right, I'm out. We love you all. Thank you and good night.